to On This Day in Tudor History with me, Claire Ridgway, author of On This Day in Tudor History. Now, where am I taking you back to today? Well, I'm not even taking you back to the Tudor period. I'm taking you a little bit earlier. But on this day in history, the 2nd of November, 1470, the Feast of All Souls, King Edward V was born at Westminster Abbey in London. Little Edward was King of England for just two months. Now, I know that 1470 is not in the Tudor period and that Edward wasn't a Tudor king, but his uncle Richard III taking the throne from him is linked to the Tudors in that Henry Tudor decided to return from exile to challenge the throne of the man he viewed as an odious tyrant and usurper. Henry's forces beat those of Richard at the Battle of Bosworth. Richard was killed and Henry became King Henry VII, the first Tudor king. So it is relevant. Would we have ever had the Tudors on the English throne if Edward V's reign had continued, I wonder, one of those what-ifs? Now let me tell you a bit more about Edward V's very short life. Edward was the eldest son of King Edward IV and his wife, Elizabeth Woodville. Edward was born at Cheneygates, the abbot of Westminster Abbey's house, while his mother was in sanctuary there during his father's exile and Henry VI's restoration. Edward was baptised in the abbey, with the abbot, prior and Elizabeth, Lady Scroope, standing as his godparents. His father became king once more following the battles of Barnet and Tewkesbury in 1471. And on the 26th of June 1471, little Edward was made Prince of Wales and Earl of Chester. John Alcock, Bishop of Rochester, was appointed as his tutor and also as the president of his council. And his maternal uncle, Anthony Woodville, Earl Rivers, was made his governor. Edward was knighted in April 1475, made a Knight of the Garter in May 1475 and made Keeper of the Realm in June 1475 while his father was in France. Potential brides for this Prince of Wales included the Spanish Infanta Isabella, the daughter of the Duke of Milan and Anne of Brittany. In 1481, Edward IV and Francois, Duke of Brittany, ratified a marriage treaty between little Edward and Anne of Brittany. Prince Edward's council, led by Edward as president of the Council of Wales and the Marches, was set up in Ludlow. And Edward was at Ludlow Castle when news of his father's death on the 9th of April, 1483, reached him. Edward was on his way to London to prepare for his coronation when his uncle, Richard, Duke of Gloucester, stopped his party at Stony Stratford, arrested Edward's half-brother Richard Grey and his maternal uncle Earl Rivers, and took custody of the young king. On hearing what had happened to Edward, Elizabeth Woodville, his mother, went into sanctuary at Westminster once more with her daughters and her other son, Richard, Duke of York. After their arrival in London in May 1483, Richard, Duke of Gloucester, was made protector for Edward and Edward went to the Tower of London to prepare for his coronation. He was joined there in June 1483 by his brother Richard 
after Cardinal Boucher persuaded Elizabeth Woodville to surrender the prince. Later that month, a sermon was preached by Dr. Rafe Shaw at St. Paul's Cross, declaring that King Edward IV had already been pre-contracted to marry Lady Eleanor Butler when he married Elizabeth Woodville, making that marriage invalid and their children illegitimate. Rivers and Grey were executed, and Richard, Duke of Gloucester, then took the throne as King Richard III. The princes, Prince Edward and Prince Richard, were last seen in public at the Tower of London in June 1483. The fate of Edward and his brother Richard, who have gone down in history as the princes in the Tower, is not known, and it's still causing controversy today. Some believe that they were murdered on the orders of King Richard III, while others point the finger at other suspects, and still others believe that one or both of them may have been able to escape or go into exile. An excellent read on the survival theory is The Survival of the Princes in the Tower by Matthew Lewis. I'd highly recommend that book. King Henry VII, during his reign, had to deal with pretender Perkin Warbeck, who claimed to be Edward V's brother, Richard, Duke of York. Warbeck's invasion and rebellion failed, and he was imprisoned and later executed. Whenever I mention the princes in the tower in a video or in an article, I always get asked what I myself think. And today, I'm going to lay my cards on the table. Now, I don't want to upset anyone, and this is just my personal opinion based on my research and my reading of the situation. And I know that I am risking some dislikes here, but I'm always asked, and it's my opinion. I believe that the princes in the tower, Edward and Richard, were killed on the orders of Richard III. They were rival claimants to Richard, and any monarch of that time would be sensible in removing rival claimants. King Edward IV had done that with Henry VI, so Richard really wasn't doing anything unusual in removing rival claimants. It's just that we find it rather unsavoury, which it was, because they were children and they were his nephews. Richard had to think of his future, the future of England, and the future of his royal line. But we'll never know, and that's what makes this a great mystery. What do you think? I'd love to know, so please do comment. Tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about an Act of Parliament, which had a major impact on England and its people. So do make sure you're subscribed to this channel. Just hit that button there and that you hit the bell so you don't miss out on that video. Also on this day in Tudor history, the 2nd of November 1541, Archbishop Thomas Cramner gave King Henry VIII a letter that would spark off the beginning of the end for Queen Catherine Howard, Henry VIII's fifth wife. What was in this letter and how did it bring about the Queen's execution? Well, you can find out more in last year's video. You'll find a link to that in the description. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I do hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can enjoy podcasts on a daily basis. Thank you.